0: Time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your
1: host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, Rob Carson. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I did. Had a very nice weekend. Went to, went home to Iowa, to Iowa. Had the big family reunion. It was very nice, actually. Really, really nice. It was the first family reunion of my life that I didn't have my mom there. That was the only the only thing you know that was missing. But uh, we had a wonderful time, and it was about fellowship and, and and family, and it was great. And there was some great food, as always, you know, the old potluck thing. But uh, it was uh, you know it was bittersweet. It was bittersweet. But anyway, I hope you had a, a nice time, a nice weekend with your family as well. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff that happened in the news last week. Uh, wrapped up on Friday, a few developments since then. There's been, uh, I guess, the big narrative of the day would be that the White House and the Biden administration tried to pull one over on us. They wanted to take us back to 2020 again. And they did it with the flimsiest of data, in fact, without any data at all. So we're going to get into that. And also something that is top of mind for me is that for the first time in my life, in the first time in my life, and anybody who's under 100 years old uh, in this country, the first time we have had dissent completely crushed. Where dissent has become conspiracy. In our country, dissent against any type of rejection of the authority and their narrative of things has suddenly become verboten. Or in the case of the Biden administration, they call it disinformation and misinformation. That's what they're calling it now. This is the first time in my life and we've got organizations who are working together to ensure that dissent is not allowed. Okay? Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google. Google is actively censoring your ability to get information. This is just like Communist China. This is just like North Korea. When you Google something, if you Google anything remotely political, you're going to be steered toward the left. That's just the way it is. We know that according to, and I know personally, that YouTube censored any information that disagreed with the WHO. uh, As far as COVID, the WHO has been wrong about everything, and they helped China cover up the origins of the virus and the spread of the virus. They did. They towed the party line. And anything that you said online that countered the WHO, you were censored. This isn't conspiracy theory stuff, but this is what they call it when you disagree with authority. And whatever happened to reject authority, guys? Come on, you boomers in the 60s. What about rejecting authority? Now we're supposed to go right along with it and act like it's perfectly fine. This is very frightening to me. Really, really frightening to me. Before I go any further, I want to mention a brand new sponsor, uh, American Hartford Gold. Obviously, right now, we've got out-of-control spending with the the federal government, and we've seen this happen time and time again. Ultimately, what's going to happen? You're going to end up uh, taking a wheelbarrow to the grocery store full of money to buy a loaf of bread. Will it get that bad here? I don't know. But many people are saying they see dark days ahead for the dollar, and it's not outside of the realm of possibility. So, I recommend you diversify with gold and silver. American Hartford Gold is where... I would recommend you go and get it, okay? Physical gold or silver delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA. If you want more information, just text ROB, R-O-B, that's me, 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 to 65532. 65532. Just text ROB to that number for more information, okay? And you could get $1,500 of free silver on your first order. But you got to text ROB to 65532. Critics, Doubt an alarming new Delta variant findings on the CDC. This is according to Lee Brown. The widely ridiculed change in mask policy last week followed an internal CDC presentation that claimed that it was time to acknowledge the war has changed the leaked report compiled of several different studies claimed that the variant causes more severe illness among the unvaccinated and is more transmissible than Ebola, flu and even the common cold. Regardless of vaccination status, the Delta strain is now the most dominant in the U.S. Delta variant vaccine breakthrough cases may be as transmissible as vac- unvaccinated cases. The report claims. Here's the problem. Unidentified authors insisted that it was now time for experts to stop claiming that breakthrough infections are rare, even arguing that universal masking is essential given the spread amongst those vaccinated. The presentation was based largely on unpublished research, according to the Post, with warnings in large red type, also noting that it was preliminary data subject to change. So the Biden administration was looking for something to make us mask up again to consider the possibility of shutdowns again this coming year joe biden suggested it uh last week that it could happen he was uh, also questioned about mandating vaccines for the entire country here he is talking about that
2: why not um push for vaccine mandates in states private companies schools do you want to see those entities pass vaccine mandates
3: well, I, I'd like to see them continue to move in that direction. And that's why I I'm, I'm pointed out, I had asked the Justice Department to determine whether that is they're able to do that legally. And they can. Local communities can do that. Local businesses can do that.
1: Very shortly, Jenna Ellis, uh, she appeared on uh, Newsmax last week. She's going to poo-poo that. She is. This dire warning without any data prompted the agency to say, hey, you're going to have to wear masks again. It was panned by critics. Democrats are basing their new mask mandate on a 100% study from India. This according to Kevin McCarthy, House GOP leader. It didn't pass peer review. uses vaccines that weren't approved in America. Texas Representative Dan Crenshaw insisted that the CDC has presented no data showing vaccinated people are spreading COVID infections despite the suggestions in the report. If you are vaccinated, you have a better chance of getting hit by lightning than dying of COVID. That is true. Our government now is considering lockdowns. Has it lost its effing mind? Former Texas Republican uh, Senator Ted Cruz on Friday tweeted the CDC's willingness to twist facts for political expediency is stunning. Fellow Texas Republican Ted Cruz, not former. (laughs) Cruz said today the CDC has, has willingly allowed itself to be politicized to behave as an arm of the DNC and their credibility is in tatters. It's a joke. The Washington Post noted that the leaked presentation was informal rather than official CDC policy. The agency did not respond to the paper's request for comment, which means that's called propaganda, kids. Out of 161 million U.S. residents who were fully vaccinated as of July 19th, just 5,600 caught the severe breakthrough infection and were hospitalized and intestinal 0.0035% of the protected population, according to the CDC figures. When it comes to deaths, the risk is even lower with just 1,141 vaccinated people dying from the COVID breakthrough infection or 0.0007% of those jabbed. Now, this also could mean they have pre-existing conditions. In fact, there's a 99% chance of that happening. Matthew Seeger, a risk communications expert at Wayne State University in Detroit, told the Washington Post that the CDC dug its own grave by telling the public these are miracle vaccines. We have probably fallen into a trap of over reassurance, which is now one of the challenges of any crisis communication circumstance. They tried to lie to us, guys. They they grabbed whatever they could grabbed any straw they could to try to prove something and they didn't think we'd look into it. They just thought that the media would carry their water for them. They really did. They just thought that we'd just go along and the media would go, "Okay, well this time when they're talking about shutting the whole damn country down again, even people in the media, even the left-leaning media said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa wait, 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 wait. We aren't doing this again." And that's what I'm saying. We're not doing this again. Anthony Fauci was on ABC getting softballs pitched to him again this weekend with ABC's Jonathan Carl.
0: We are seeing an outbreak of the unvaccinated. There's some breakthrough infections among vaccinated. You expect that because no vaccine is 100 percent effective. But in the breakthrough infections, they are mostly mild or without... Then why are we freaking out about it?
1: Well, we're not actually freaking out about it. The government is not freaking out about it. Otherwise, Nancy Pelosi wouldn't have taken her mask off after making House members uh, reinstating the mask mandate. She did it on Friday. She either either has a death wish that she wants to uh, see completed, or she doesn't believe the BS that she is preaching. I'm going to say yeah on the second one, because she did the same thing with the hairdresser when she told everybody in... California. You can't get your hair done. And she did it with no mask that same week. Guys, you're being played. Joe Biden Friday night told Americans to expect more COVID-19 restrictions, but the White House has said new lockdowns were unlikely. Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director, said on Friday afternoon that a federal vaccine mandate was being considered not constitutional, by the way. On Friday night, she tweeted to clarify there will be no nationwide mandate. This is Friday night, she says. this. I was referring to mandates by private institutions and portions of the federal government. There will be no federal mandate. Her backtracking will add to concern about the disjointed and chaotic messaging regarding the pandemic. On Thursday, Biden said it was a question whether a federal vaccine mandate could be enforced shortly after his COVID advisor went on CNN and said it was not an authority that we're exploring at all. On Tuesdays, the CDC made the uh, mask U-turn. Okay. On May 18th, the CDC had announced that face masks were no longer needed. now they're saying that vaccinated people are able to spread the virus. The president leaving the White House for Camp David was asked whether new rules were likely to be reintroduced on Friday. He said in all probability, the new advice goes for both vaccinated and unvaccinated people, meaning all of us, meaning that they want to control all of us, whether you've been a good sheep or not unbelievable this is pretty fun uh emerald robinson was in uh the uh, white house press briefing room on friday she's an outstanding reporter and she asked about it uh asked how do they test for the delta variant because that's something that people haven't really said they've got a covid test but how do you test for the delta variant did you create a new test i think this is is a good question to ask you say there's a delta variant, how do you know if that person just has COVID or the delta variant? How do you know? I want to know I want to know if you say this new delta variant you've come up with is real. Here is Emerald asking this uh, uh secretary Karine Jean Pierre about this and listen to her juvenile and uninformed response and she thought she could pull it over on the American people. listen it's nonsense
2: understand the question when that it's the dominant strain in the area when people just test whether they're COVID positive Well we don't we don't we don't
4: test the we don't test it. We listen to public we'll health and scientists CDC and they tell us it, that it's the delta variant. Process that? I, I don't even understand why would they explain
5: their process how they determining it's the delta
4: variant. I mean that's what they are telling us. I laid out why why they I laid out how contagious it was and I laid out are you, are you, why, uh, why we needed to act on the Delta variant? I, I laid a lot out a lot of why. The answers we
1: get is because they say so. Because they say so.
4: Without a lot of. Well, they're the experts. They well, the, they're the
1: experts. Come on. Not,
4: it's not just day. These are scientists. These are experts. I just said. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Oh, okay. They're scientists and they're experts. And because they say so, they say that the Delta variant is spreading.
4: Hold on one second. I hold on one second. I just said that Dr. Now
1: she's going to tie in filibuster and not answer the question.
4: Quinsky said just recently in her 20-year uh, career, she had never seen...
1: How are you testing for the Delta variant? How do you know it is the Delta variant? What are the different symptoms of the Delta variant? What shows up on the test that says it's the Delta variant? I need to know this. I need to know this if I'm going to consider listening to anything else you have to say.
4: A, a variant that was so contagious. So this is 20 years of her career.
1: It's the Delta variant. The Delta variant. Now, there was another variant that came out in El- Illinois, supposedly a couple of weeks ago, was like the Zeta variant or something or the Alpha Omega variant or whatever. And it disappeared. It, it, they, they floated it. They said, oh, it's in Illinois. And then it's gone. And now they're saying the Delta variant, it's it's very, it's here and it's, show me how they test for the Delta variant.
4: So this is absolutely, absolutely a a major, major problem that we are trying to deal with. That's why we heard from the president yesterday. That's why we keep talking about people need to get vaccinated. So that is...
1: No, 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 no. The reason why you are so over the top with your threats and your warnings and your this and your that is because you want us to be compliant. Now, again, I'm going to ask you one more time. How do we know that this is the Delta variant? How do we know it? Show me the Delta variant
4: test. Look, That is the way that we're trying to move in this administration, making sure that we are protecting uh, people here. She sounds like she's running for sixth
1: grade class president.
4: We're making sure that we're dealing with this pandemic in a way that is effective.
1: Okay, what you're saying now is gobbledygook. Well, you're saying now it has nothing to do with the question that she just asked. And that's you're trying to. How dare could you could ask us this? Because the science said so, and because we're doing everything I can, we can't just, just spread the word of the science that you know is good.
4: How we're gonna move forward? I'll take another question. <laughs> I'll
1: take another question from somebody who wants to just lob softballs at me.
4: Go, ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead.
1: Show me how they test for the Delta variant. Show me the people who are dying of the Delta variant. I need to know how you're doing this. All I'm asking is if there is a test for the Delta variant, these are questions I need to ask. These are questions we all need to ask, guys. Okay, so a dose of COVID reality. Only 6,587 of these 164 million fully vaccinated Americans are hospital or died from breakthrough cases. That's .004% of the 163 million Americans who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 they, that have suffered serious breakthrough infections. The CDC reported that of the 6,587, a total of 6,239 people were hospitalized and 1,263 died. Out of the 164 million Americans who are fully vaccinated, 1,263 died from COVID. That's point zero 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 eight percent That's higher than people who just died from getting the vaccine. And I'm not making this up, guys. I'm not making it up. I'm not saying you shouldn't take the vaccine. Take the vaccine. Okay, if you want to take the vaccine, it's your decision. But... A new CDC report detailed 469 cases of COVID-19 linked to an outbreak in Provincetown, Massachusetts between July 3rd and July 17th. Of the infection, 74% occurred in fully vaccinated people who had one of the three FDA emergency approved vaccines and 80% had symptoms. Only four of the vaccinated people were hospitalized, two of whom had underlying conditions and there were no deaths. By the way, Lollapalooza was this weekend. That said, there you know everybody's going to die. Well, they didn't die when they went uh, in 2020 to, uh, to Sturgis. Uh, they didn't die when they went to Lake of the Ozarks in 2020. Uh, there have been no mass outbreaks of the virus that have killed hundreds of thousands of people when the tens of thousands of people get together. It's always been a joke that way. It's always been a joke that way. And here's Senator Ron Johnson. I believe he might have appeared on Fox talking about this. People, we just don't trust. We don't trust the government anymore. We're losing faith. Listen. When was the last time you trusted the government, to be honest? But now you're looking at the Institutes of Health. This is near and dear to all of us. The CDC, the NIH. We can't believe them anymore.
3: doesn't make sense, and that's why the American public is losing faith in our federal health agencies. And that's a real shame. If there's one part of government other than the Defense, of, uh, defense Department you'd like to have faith in, it'd yeah. be federal health agencies, yeah. and, and they've lost uh, the trust of the American public because they're they're not making any sense. They're flip-flopping on issues, whether it's masks, they're not backing up their pronouncements with science. I sent a letter to the CDC today. No, they have this, they leaked this uh, slide presentation to justify the new mask mandate. Uh, There's no data backing up that uh, slide deck. And so we're asking for information, but I'm not holding my breath because I've sent numerous oversight letters to uh, the federal health agencies and I, I really haven't got squat out of them. Uh, So, again, I've lost faith in the health agencies.
1: Guys, uh, we've been played. I mean, we've been played time and time again. We've been told that, uh, you know, we had to to skip going to church. We had to close down our businesses. We had to stay at home. My wife worked at home for six months. My, My daughter missed the entire second half of her freshman year in high school, among other things. Churches closed. You couldn't go to concerts for a year. And they tried to do it again. They tried to do it again. Guys, we've been told we cannot question authority anymore. We've been told by big government, big tech, and the mainstream media that we can't question authority anymore. America was founded on questioning authority. We can't ask questions about the election because... You'll be called a conspiracy theorist. And that started November the 4th, when my Facebook page was taken down the day after the election for no reason, with reach of hundreds of thousands of people every week gone, November the 4th. I can't question things. For instance, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a batch of 143,379 ballots, all for Joe Biden dropped. This is certified. In Milwaukee 143,379 ballots all for Joe Biden showed up today it has been uncovered that an email to Claire Woodhall Vog, the executive director for elections in Milwaukee from the email sender Ryan Shue from the election group here is what he wrote her Damn, Claire, you have a flair for drama, delivering just the margin needed at 3 a.m. I bet you had those votes counted at midnight, just wanted to keep the world waiting. But you can't question that because you'll be banned from Facebook and Twitter and, and YouTube like the President of the United States, Donald Trump, was before the election. With no good reason You can't question the WHO. You cannot question authority with regard to the COVID vaccine, the COVID virus, the COVID, whether it's safe to send your kid to school, even though your kid is suffering, even though suicides have grown dramatically in this country, you can't question border policy because you're wrong and you're a hater and you're a racist. Do you see where we've gone here this year? Do you see how far we've gone off the rails? And this time people just said, no, hell no. Here's a little bit more from uh, Senator Ron Johnson.
3: And this was a huge failure on the part of our health agencies. Is we didn't explore and research early treatment with uh, cheap, repurposed generic drugs. It's something I've been I've been banging my head against the wall for you know, since last April, trying to get the health agencies to do the types of studies. You know, more more and more information is coming out. Uh, just a piece of the Wall Street Journal talking, you know, to two writers asking the, the FDA why they're denigrating what appears to be a pretty successful. Early treatment drug, ivermectin, that's being censored on the Internet as well. So, again, there's just been the censorship of information has has caused people to lose faith in the media, in the social media, and federal health health agencies. It's a really terrible place for this country to be in.
1: It is very interesting that while, you know, I, I started following the virus, you know, right away because I was very curious I wanted to know what was going on. It's, it's not uncommon for people to curious people to question things, and I saw early studies and then results out of places like Australia, where they suggested this thing called hydroxychloroquine, which is used very effectively to uh, to go after um, malaria, and it's like cheap as aspirin almost. And uh, Donald Trump said something about it. Hey, maybe it's something we should look into, and it became verboten. You couldn't even mention it on social media. Even saying, hey, man, check out this study in Australia. They say this might be working. We're all looking for answers. It wasn't any kind of uh, way to dissuade people from doing whatever. It was just, hey, maybe we should look at this. But there were governors in the United States that said, no, they, they, they said, no, we're going to ban the use of hydroxychloroquine. I'm not endorsing hydroxychloroquine. All I will tell you is that two friends of mine who are in their 60s with pre-existing conditions we're told they had to go on ventilators when you are put on a ventilator there is not a good chance you're going to come out alive and they said we want to try hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and there was like one other prophylaxis and they didn't have to go so that's that's my little study i know it's not conclusive but to my two friends, it was so. I, I'm not endorsing anything, but you should at least be able to question your God in heaven. That's what the country is based on. That's what the country is based on. Oh, oh. The Olympics are going on, and, and I'm not catching any of the Olympics in real time. I'm not watching it. I just I don't care to. Tired of the wokeness. Tired of it. You know, they're the high-profile Olympians who've, who are woke and you know who won't stand for the anthem and whatnot, including you know, Gwen Barrett. I'm just not interested. Well, last week, William Roden appeared on CBS this morning and talked about the, uh, the opening ceremonies. I want you to listen to what he had to say about the American flag. And this doofus William Roden, listen to what he had to say because he tied in the opening ceremonies to January 6th. This guy is a political tool. He refers to the last four years in this country, which is Donald Trump being the president. He is supposed to be an ESPN sports writer, which is just above, I guess, an amoeba as far as intelligence is concerned. Here he is talking about the opening ceremonies and what it meant to him. And he wasn't challenged, of course.
6: I'm telling you, my favorite part of the Olympics was always going to the for the opening ceremonies. I, I, love, that I love the opening ceremonies, of March of Congress. Then I just realized, you know, man, particularly after these last four years, I had it wrong. Nationalism is not good. Yeah. We've seen the rise of white nationalism. National- no, don't we have it? We have not
1: seen the rise of white nationalism. You are absolutely uh, wrong. We have seen the rise of Black Lives Matter and
6: Antifa. It is not good. And also, this whole idea—I I keep thinking back on the uh, Capitol riots—and yeah. I saw a lot of, um, you know, U.S. flags. Right. So now, when I see the flag and the flag raises man, where, what, 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 what America am I living in? You know, are the ones that don't think, you know, we should be here? The ones that think that uh, we should shut things down, the ones that... Th- so. Th- what are you talking about?
1: The ones who think we should shut things down? The only one, the ones wanting to shut things down are the government and the, and the CDC.
6: So I just think that this is a very... These Olympics... Uh, it should be a time of, of soul searching and and winning.
1: I think you need to search yours, but
6: unfortunately, I don't think you have one. Sometimes, anathetic to soul searching. But I keep thinking about the athletes who have trained yeah. and trained and trained to be here. This that, is that their part moment. is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I love that. I mean, you know, we're athletes. I, I love, just hate the country. Of that, but athletes are just held hostage yeah cuz they
1: what the hell they tried out for the America the US Olympic team you moron got to be there and and i just think that no they're not tri- you idiot they could they could go to the pan am games they could go into another games if you're so ashamed of the country don't try out for the US Olympic team william c roden how long have you been on the planet it looks like you've been on the planet a few more years than me but you are you're an idiot
6: the tokyo olympics the nfl the nba sending the wrong message 80,000 fans, they're sending the message, this is over. Yeah. Oh, COVID. And it, yeah, no, that we, COVID is over. We now know it ain't. It, it's not over, but you sit the message. you turn on TV, and you're going to see 60,000 people, and yeah. and the NFL is getting up, and college football is getting up, and you're going to see all these people. Yeah, and there won't be any
1: major outbreaks, and not everybody's going to die because it didn't happen last year.
6: Together, and that sends the message that it's over. Well, do you so think should they that, should they have saying, canceled the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ideally, of course
1: they should have canceled the Olympics, oh, wow. but of course they should have canceled the Olympics, of course, okay? No, they shouldn't have. What they should have done is they should have allowed the stands to be full. That's where they really screwed up, sir. That's where you are. And and clearly you have, uh, I think you have some pre-existing conditions. Most of them are mental. (laughs) Many experts and with good reason see that there are dark days ahead for the dollar. This is what happens when you're $30 trillion in debt and they want to spend another $7 trillion on infrastructure. Now more than ever, you really should diversify with gold and silver. Gold and silver always have value. The company that I would recommend is American Hartford Gold. They sell physical gold and silver. Delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA, and they make it easy. They are the highest-rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau's thousands of satisfied clients. And right now, if you call them, they will give you up to $1,500 free silver on the first order. Call 866-204-8226. 866-204-8226. 8226 or text rob my first name to 65532 for american hartford gold thank you guys for being a sponsor all right let's move on to this uh, this uh, uh, harvard biology professor carol hooven appeared uh on last wednesday on tv she was frustrated at people refusing to use terms like male and female The debate was spurred by Barry Weiss's Substack newsletter reporting on pressure within medical schools to avoid terms like male and female. This is how bad it's gotten that we can't have medical school say male or female. If that's the case, we are screwed. Here is the uh, Harvard biology professor, Carol Hooven, who, by the way, she's a liberal. She's a liberal, and she finds this to be absolute nonsense.
2: This kind of ideology has been infiltrating science. It's infiltrating my classroom to some extent. I teach about hormones and behavior. I teach about sex and sex differences. And that's something I've always been really enthusiastic about is the science of sex and sex differences. And part of that science is teaching the facts. And the facts are Ah. that there are, in fact, two sexes. There are male and female and those sexes are designated by the kind of gam-
1: You are a homophobic, transphobic, awful person.
2: Gametes we produce. Like, do we make eggs? You know, big sex cells or little sex cells? Sperm? and that. I made eggs
1: this morning. Uh, Soft-boiled, actually. Had some turkey sausage on the side.
2: How we know whether somebody is male or female.
1: But as far as those little eggies that come out of these, uh, you know, the fallopian tubes and all that stuff, I don't remember all of it. It was 8th grade for crying out loud. But, uh, yeah, my body can't do that i'm a i'm a instead of a you know they call it a birthing person i'm a an inseminating person yeah so
2: <laughs> here's more of carol hooven and uh, the ideology seems to be that biology really isn't as important important as how somebody feels about themselves or feels uh, their sex
1: this is medical school for crying out Loud. To be, but you know, we
2: can treat people with respect. I want
1: to be a doctor, but I don't think that men and women really exist. I think they can just move back and forth between the sexes, and you can claim to be a whatever
2: and respect their gender identity. You could be a chicken one week, who knows? And you know, use their preferred, egg. preferred pronouns. So, understanding the right. facts about biology doesn't prevent us from well, really you can do that. Yeah. Well, how
1: about just some facts? A little bit more from Carol Hooven.
2: Yeah, I, I can address that. I just want to be clear that this is a story. That was written by Katie Herzog. I was quoted in this story about uh, my feelings about it and uh, what's happening at Harvard. But she's the one who actually did the research and wrote this story. And I agree with you. It's it's incredibly confusing to. People, first of all, for science educators and for students who are trying to learn about the world and learn the tools of science and critical...
1: There are states that are asking that you do not declare as a doctor or parent whether your child is born male or female.
2: ...thinking. It's very confusing...
1: We can let this madness continue or we can shut it down...
2: When professors like me or lecturers like me uh, and even journalists and people in the mainstream media start backing away from certain terms that they're afraid people <laughs> will find offensive. And that fear is based in reality. People do find these terms offensive. They do complain on social media. They do shame Very few do. people and even threaten to get people fired. So it's no wonder that certain people, a lot of people, are sort of caving and yielding to this kind of social pressure. But we're doing students and the public a huge disservice
1: and i mean right now we literally we have people saying that men can be pregnant and those men are women who still have girl parts functioning uh uterus and they have had their breaths removed and taken hormones so they grow facial hair and so they say they're pregnant men they're not they're just mutilated women who are claiming to be men that's what it is Literally, I think it was like two years ago, a gynecologist had this, this trans woman in who was born a man and insisted on a gynecological exam. And that gynecologist said, I'm not playing along with this stupid charade. Take your mental illness elsewhere. This isn't make believe. Monty Python had some brilliant observations decades ago. This is from, I believe, this is Life of Brian. When one of the male cast members, I think it's Eric Idle, decides he wants to be a woman. This was written to be absurd, but now they would look at this and go, well, well, I don't understand what the problem is. Listen to this.
7: Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What?
3: I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call
7: me Loretta. What? <laughs> my right as a man well, why do you want to be Loretta Stan I want to have babies you want to have babies it's every man's right to have babies if he wants them you can't have babies! No, no, no. So the,
1: the original, you know, consternation, like, you, you can't have babies. Are you out of your mind? And listen to the female character. She starts to play along, okay? And this is the same thing that's happening in this country and around the world. You oppress me? I'm
7: not oppressing you, Stan. You have got a womb. Where's the fetus gonna just take? You're gonna keep it in a box? Here,
4: I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans. But that he
7: can have the right to have babies good idea judith we shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies brother sister sorry what's the sorry (laughs) what's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies it is symbolic of our struggle against oppression
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is like 1978 Wow, just genius, just absolute genius. All right, let's move on real quick here. I got a couple of things I want to, I've been talking to you about. Um, uh, Cortez and Pellegrino had Jenna Ellison, a former advisor to uh, Donald Trump and uh, an attorney, talking about mask mandates, vaccine mandates, and how, uh, whether or not they are constitutional. And Joe Biden had hinted about making vaccines mandatory, but he has some major uh, hurdles to overcome if he wants to try that.
5: How is this even illegal? It just blows my mind. Yeah, well, it's not and certainly not in the context of the federal government and a lot of people, Jen, have been raising uh, Constitutionally protected rights arguments I think this is a civil rights violation But we have to remember that the burden is on the federal government to prove that it even has the authority Under the Constitution to impose this type of mandate So two quick legal arguments first is that the government has no constitutionally enumerated power to impose a mandate remember uh the the Constitution provides the government with specific, limited powers, and if it's not expressly in those powers, the Ninth and 10th Amendment say those powers, all other powers are reserved to... But
1: I believe that they weren't able to mandate buying insurance, but the Supreme Court uh, made you. Uh,
5: the states and
1: the local... So I wouldn't put anything past this administration.
5: Local ...level, and we the people. So there is no enumerated power uh, within the federal government. A lot of people will point to the Jacobson versus Massachusetts case and highlight how the court there contemplated vaccine mandates that was only in the context of a state-level mandate. So that case does not apply. Whatever else is wrong with it, and there's a lot of other arguments, that case doesn't apply to a federal mandate.
1: And I'm going to tell you, last week you saw only a spark of uh, reaction against this return to 2020. You saw just a spark. And fortunately, that ember was allowed to go out because they backtracked and said, oh, no, you know, you, we were wrong. But they tried to pull it over on us. That was the spark. If they try this again, it's flicking a cigarette into a can of gasoline. We aren't going to do this anymore. We're not going to do this again. We're not going to put our families, our business, our friends, the country through this again. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen
4: Wake
1: up. Eric Bowling has a brand new show on Newsmax and it's terrific and he's terrific and he had Dennis Prager on to talk about the death of humor in this country fortunately he hasn't died on this show and I'm not going to give it up but here's what Dennis Prager had to say
7: the end of humor there there are two reasons first there the left is joyless they, they yes. there was a big article in the New York Times two weeks ago against air conditioning. Uh, they've already come out against the house. They've already come out against the car. Whatever brings people joy, the left uh, pretty much would like to destroy it. Yes. Uh, that, so that's that's one aspect of this. And the other is you can't engage in satire any longer because it is not possible to know whether it is satire or an actual left-wing position so that
1: listen to this it's real close to what i just played for monty
7: python uh, i'll give you an example years ago this is not even new i was on bill maher's show a year and a half ago right before covid and i spoke about the belief on the left that men menstruate bill maher <laughs> you could all watch this it's on youtube yes Bill Maher laughed himself silly, the entire audience laughed themselves silly that I had made that up. That's a year and a half ago. One year and a half later, if you deny that men menstruate, you are a hater.
1: Unbelievable. We cannot let the inmates run the asylum anymore. No more. Before I go out, I got a couple more things I want to share. Uh, Bill Maher had to come to Jesus moment talking about the Olympics and the purge in this country that's happening, where if you, if you say something or said something in the past, uh, I believe somebody was kicked out of the Olympic Committee because he bullied a kid in grade school. And one of the things that uh, at least some media figures are going after this year is the fact that the Olympics feature surfing for the very first time, and at least the Associated Press is saying that is culturally appropriating and stealing from uh, the indigenous people of Hawaii. Nobody knows officially where surfing came from, but here is Bill Maher.
0: This is called a purge. It's a mentality that belongs in Stalin's Russia. How bad does this atmosphere we are living in have to get before the people who say cancel culture is overblown? Admit that is, in fact, an insanity yes. that is swallowing up the world. Yes, And that is not a conservative position, my friends. My politics have not changed, but I am reacting to politics that have. And this is yet another example of how the woke invert the very thing that used to make liberals liberals snitches and bitches that's not being liberal the associated press is a real news organization yeah so why am i reading this headline olympic surfing exposes whitewashed native hawaiian roots wow yeah the olympics added surfing this year good surfers deserve to be recognized as athletes I'm sorry. What I meant to say is, no, that's cultural appropriation. Yeah. The AP says that for Hawaiians, probably all two of them, including surfing in the Olympics, is an extension of the racial indignity seared into the history of the game and their homeland when white outsiders took over their spiritual art form. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Here's a little bit more from Bill Maher. I must say, of all the violations of the woke penal code, cultural appropriation just might be the dumbest of all. Oh, yes. First of all, there are 25,000 islands in the Pacific. How do we know a Hawaiian was the first to stand on a board in the water? (laughs) (laughs) It seems like something anyone in any ocean would eventually get around to. And if you're a surfer, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, or in between. You all taste the same to sharks.
1: Here Here's something he said about, uh, you know, if, if some culture invents something, what they're saying is that that, that it should belong exclusively to that culture. So the, the fact that people have taken up surfing is stealing from that culture. Well, if that's the case, two white guys invited, invented an airplane. All right, so anybody of color, any other country other than America, only white people from America should be able to fly in airplanes or own an airplane, right?
0: Doesn't that kind of make sense? But let's say a Hawaiian did invent surfing. Should he or she have kept it to themselves? Most of human history is a horror story, but the good parts are about different groups coming together and sharing. It's sort of the whole point of the Olympics, which... Pretty much... Which itself comes from Greece, where wrestling was invented as a way for completely heterosexual men to get to know each other. No comment. Badminton has roots in India. Tennis comes from France. Skiing from Scandinavia. Blues and rock and roll from America. And Taekwondo from Korea. Judo was appropriated from the Far East and skateboarding from the far out. Dude! What is this new rule that the first thing to do, that the first to do something, are the only ones who get to have it? Jewish people spent most of their history wandering. <laughs> but when they see other people milling around, they don't say, can you not? That's sort of our thing. <laughs>
1: There you go. These are good, these are good points, actually. It's, it's amazing when he makes a good point. He occasionally, you know, occasionally does. One more uh, from Bill Maher. Then I have a wonderful clip from a kid who is taking on uh, this attempt by the government to return us to 2020.
0: Newer doesn't automatically mean better. This new idea that each culture must remain in its own separate silo is not better. It's not progress. And in fact, it's messing with one of the few ideas that still really does make this melting pot called America great. Not everything is about oppression. Stealing natural resources from indigenous peoples, yes, of course, that is exploitation. But I swear not one Beach Boys song resulted in any Hawaiian having less waves to surf. (laughs) (laughs) Not one African record buyer stopped purchasing local music after Paul Simon made Graceland.
1: Yes, yes.
0: But lots of white buyers in America were turned on to and then bought African music. Ladysmith Black Mombazo would have never been a name that I would have known had it not been for Paul Simon. And today, Korean boy bands make Western style music. You don't get to number one singing this. <laughs>
1: Okay, and that's going to wrap things up on that. Now, before I go, I saw this the other day. Um, a TikTok a user named Dat Boy Victor. He's a young conservative and I loved his take, a very mature take from somebody who I believe is probably under 18, uh, maybe even under 15. Uh, Check this out and we'll wrap things up.
8: Not everybody thinks like me whenever it comes to what's happened over the last year and a half because I'm sort of like a petulant child. When the government tells me I have to do something, my immediate reaction is almost always no. So I really did. I truly wanted to put myself in the shoes of other people, people who don't think like me, people who have went along with it every step of the way. People who sat there and took it on the chin as the government shut down their church, as the government shut down their business, as the government told their kids they couldn't go to school anymore, as the government told you that you couldn't go see your grandmother's funeral and you took it on the chin. You've been crawling on your knees for a year and a half now. You've done everything that they told you to do. You've been a good sheep for a year and a half. And now you got your vaccine, which they had told you was the light at the end of the tunnel. When you got that vaccine, life would go back to normal and for just a minute, for just a minute over the summer, it almost looked like it would. We started to get life back, but you know what they're doing now? The CDC tells you, actually put the mask back on and we might do lockdowns again. And what are you doing? You're getting right back on your knees. How long will you crawl with bloody, bloody knees before you'll stand up and act like a citizen and not a subject? How many of you people don't have an ounce of a spine in your body? For 240 plus years, good men and women have died to grant you the right to walk, yet you choose to crawl because your government told you to. It's disgusting. Get up.
1: I love that. I love it. Couldn't think of a better way to wrap up the show today. Guys, thank you for listening today. I greatly appreciate it. If you would please subscribe to the Newsmax Daily on Apple Podcasts. It's the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review if you want. If you want all the other platforms, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. And by the way, also, if you get a chance to and you're interested in investing in gold or silver, American Hartford Gold, just text the word ROB, R-O-B, to 65532, ROB three two, Or you can call them at 866 662048226 Guys, have a glorious day and let's have a glorious week together and let's fight and let's say nonsense when they tell us we need to lock everything down again and nonsense that our kids can't go to school and nonsense that they have to wear masks. It's time to take our lives back and never let them go the way of 2020 ever again. It can't happen again. And the only way that it can't happen again is if you and I say no. God bless you guys. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember Ashley Babbitt. And until tomorrow, and you know, hopefully the rest of the week, too, don't catch the so stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com.
0: Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire,
1: and your smart TV. Newsmax,
0: America's fastest growing cable news channel.
4: Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.